This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. You see this face and you hear this voice, you know it's the awesome. Uh, I'm Al Sacco. I'm Brian Renick and Zane Knockby. This is the last time we'll open the show up with that. Until next year when they win, and then Zane will start doing his thing again. Uh, guys, it is the offseason, but there's never, there's always something to talk about because it's the 49ers. So I wanted to start out today. We're going to talk about the DC search and D'Amico Ryan's, but I want to start out with the QB stuff. And Tom Brady retired, and I don't want to really make this a Tom Brady thing and all oh, thanks, Tom, whatever. I'm, he had a great career. I'm glad he's gone, to be honest with you. I'm sick of Tom Brady. It's been two decades. So Mike Francesa is basically like like a he's a Skip Bayless for the Northeast, right? That's essentially what he sure. is. And if yeah. you look at his tweets and if you look at like what people have replied to Mike Francesa, like it's just the most ridiculous stuff. He'll he'll have some off the wall opinion, and then somebody will come back and be like, "Hey, do you think that the uh, Big Bambino and Childish Gambino will ever form a team together?" and take on the Green Bay Packers system. It would be something ridiculous like that. And it's just it's just the funniest thing. I think that um, – so, so again, Mike, uh, at work, I made a Slack channel dedicated to Mike Francesa and his de- his ridiculous rants called nice. Thanks, Mike Francesa. It's, it's actually really funny. So That's super funny. super dedicated to my craft. But we were talking about QBs, right, and, and Tom Brady mm-hmm. and the impact that he's had. And I think that when it comes to Brady – He's 23 years in the league. Like you got to give your flowers to him, right? Like seven Super Bowls, in many ways, the greatest quarterback of all time. And in terms of the, the standard now of quarterbacking, that will be the standard going forward, right? Is Tom Brady and his seven sure. Super Bowls. He's, he's retiring with every meaningful passing record that you could think of. And I think that you could, you will find very few people in any profession in any sport around the world that have been better than Tom Brady. There, there's nobody that did it better in the NFL for the, the extent of time that he did, right? And the longevity plus all of the the, the accomplishments, you have to you have to acknowledge that. Despite what we feel about him, I, you have to acknowledge that. I will say that I'm sad that I didn't get to see him play in a 49ers uniform. I was hoping that would happen, but it just didn't line up. And, and that being said, we did want to kind of discuss where does Tom Brady rank, right? This sounds silly, right? But like in terms of like our perception – the impact of Tom Brady and like where he kind of ranks amongst all time quarterbacks. And then I feel like, look, I will forever be a Joe Montana truther. I'm a Michael Jordan truther. No matter what LeBron does, Al knows this about me and anybody who follows me on Twitter, I'm a LeBron hater. That's fine. And <laughs> I'm not a Brady hater though. Right. I, I appreciate him. But that being said, if you look at impact impact on the game versus like accomplishments, I think those are two different things, Right. And in terms of coaching, it's it, to me, it's very easy. I feel like Bill Walsh was the greatest coach of all time. 
because yeah. of his impact on the game. He played, he changed the way offenses played. He has mm-hmm. a whole coaching tree that to this day, like he died in 2007. To this day, he still has a coaching tree that is alive in the NFL. And Someone from this tree offense, is in the Super Bowl right now. Exactly. He's in the yeah. Super Bowl. And he had yeah. he had someone from his tree in the Super Bowl last year too, and Sean McVay. So it's right. that to me, impact versus accomplishments. Bill Belichick is a more accomplished coach. Mm-hmm. Bill Walsh was a more influential coach. And if you look at quarterbacks, Tom Brady, mm-hmm. more accomplished quarterback, right? But to me, Joe Montana, the way that he did it, four Super Bowls, no interceptions, 11 touchdowns, still holds the record for most points in, in a Super Bowl game to this day in this era of scoring offense, you could argue that Joe Montana, without him, there would be no Tom Brady, right? And that's not to say Brady isn't the greatest ever, right? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying in terms of impact, like Montana's got to be right up there, like top two. You know, it's interesting. uh, The NFL, uh, NFL's Twitter account tweeted out when he, when he retired yesterday, which by the way, that retirement uh, announcement that he made came literally one year to the day from last year when he announced his retirement and then 40 days days later he came back i don't i don't anticipate him coming back yeah it is weird timing and i don't anticipate him coming back and and to a certain extent i wonder if like part of his part of the timing was just a respect for the game right that he didn't want to drag this out he didn't want to you know the off season to revolve around is Brady going to retire? Is he not? What teams is he going to go? Like, I think he was just like, you know what guys I'm done. I'm going to the booth, whatever. It'll be interesting to see how he is in the booth. Um, I'm the one thing that I don't feel like we got from Brady very much was just any, any real indication of personality, right? The really, the only thing we got from him is, is he's the, an incredibly intense competitor. And I imagine he's going to take to the booth the same kind of intensity and attention to detail that he took to the field. And it was interesting. I was listening to uh, the athletic football show has uh, has one called the I think they call it the GM show with Mike Sando and Randy Mueller, uh, who is a former NFL GM. And they were talking about Brady and uh, they uh, Mueller talked about how one year when he when he got to ESPN he got to go visit training camps which he'd never really done before because he was the GM of a team or he was a scout for a team right and so he was always part of a team and so he didn't get to go to other training camps and so he went to a Patriots training camp and this was this was um I, I want to say Brady may have only had the one Super Bowl and like one Pro Bowl right and and so he was kind of he was on that upward trajectory but you know he wasn't the Tom Brady that we know but one of the, one of the things that he talked about is how insanely detailed Brady was in terms of his preparation and even in his practice. Like this is a guy who had won a Super Bowl, he'd already been to a Pro Bowl, right? And and I feel like the minute that you do those two things, the minute that you do, that you do those two things, then it then all of a sudden you are, you know, you're a superstar in this league, right? Especially as a Super Bowl winner. Um, and it like he was. He was detailed down to like an extra, you know, step in, in footwork and, and things like that. And so I imagine he's going to take that that kind of, of detail to the booth. But the one thing that I thought was interesting is, like I said, the NFL uh, tweeted out uh, just some stats. Right. And like you said, Zane, in terms of accomplishments, no one better there. I mean, you just can't argue that. Um, but. Seven-time Super Bowl champion, five-time Super Bowl MVP, three-time league MVP, 
89,214 regular season passing yards, which is first all time, 649 regular season touchdowns, first all time, 13,400 playoff passing yards, first all time, which I guarantee if you look that up in terms of like starting quarterbacks, there are starting quarterbacks who didn't have a career in the NFL and mm -hmm. through that. And that was his playoff numbers, first all time, and then 88 playoff touchdowns, first all time. I did the math on that just because I'm a nerd like that. That's 107,000 and change passing yards, which is 15,840 miles that he threw the football. He's like a Skip Bayless. He, he, he's not. He says what he is, but he's not a Skip Bayless like shot guy. But what he did say was he said that when he thinks of quarterbacks down to down Sunday to Sunday, Peyton Manning was the best regular season quarterback he saw. And I think you could make that argument. I don't think that's a crazy argument at all. And he said the best Super Bowl quarterback ever was Joe Montana. And I think that's also an argument that you could make. And I'm I'm on the, if I had to pick quarterback for one game or one season to be Montana, I will never get off of that. I'm always on that. So I went and I looked up and I just wanted to take a look because Brady and Montana are obviously both, both amazing what they did. Now, Joe Montana in 12, he was a primary starter for 12 years, okay? He made seven conference title games. He was a three-time All-Pro. He was a two-time MVP, and he was 4-0 in Super Bowls. Brady played 21 years where he was a primary starter. He won three MVPs. <laughs> he was a three-time All-Pro, and he made 14 conference title games, and he won seven Super Bowls. So what I was thinking about was, obviously, the, the era is different, and Brady was able to play, and quarterbacks are able to play in their 40s right now, whereas Montana got his ass kicked. If Montana played, or let's say the era was the same in terms of protecting quarterbacks and the defense and everything in the 80s and 90s, and Montana played on those 90s 49ers teams, would he have been similar to Brady? And I think so. I think you could argue Joe might have gotten seven with that. And I thought that was a really interesting kind of a fun debate because you had Brady is the GOAT because of what he's accomplished. But if you had to take quarterback for one season or one game, is he, was he better than Montana? I don't know. I don't know that he was. So I thought that was a pretty fun argument. If you think of, you know, Montana on those 90s teams, would the Niners have won more? I think they might have. Because Steve Young, I love him. But if you look at Steve Young's playoff stats, if you take out that 1994 year, and it happened, but he had um, nine TDs in that passes and no interceptions. Other than that, Young had 10 TDs and 12 interceptions in a 5-5 five and five playoff record other than 1994. And you got to figure maybe Montana would have done it's a little bit good. better than that. So I just thought that was a little bit interesting and kind of a cool thing to talk about, um, you know, just a debate or whatever. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, and, and here's the other thing about Brady. Um, and, and Nate Tice posted this on Twitter. And it's, it's more, I think, I think he's just looking at it at, for Belichick because he goes all the way to 2022. But he, but he took a screenshot of uh, pro football reference and he did the New England Patriots from 2001 to 2022, right? 2001 was the year that, that Brady became quarterback. And in 2001, the Patriots finished first in the NFC East. In 2002, they finished second. 
And then from 2003 to 2007, they were first. In 2008, they were second. In 2000, from 2009 to 2019, they finished first in the NFC East. And they never won with Brady at quarterback less than nine games. And that nine, those nine games, that was 2002. So th- just just an incredible run, just an incredible run. And, you know, honestly, like like you said, is he it, it's hard to argue that he's not the greatest regular season quarterback, even though Francesa says Peyton Manning. Right. Because, I mean, that's just such sustained excellence. And you don't get that. If you're, you know, you're you're throwing out three quarterbacks every season. Right. Which is something that we've experienced. Right quite a bit in the recent in the, in the recent past. And so, yeah, just I mean, you know, it what is more impressive? You won 7, but you lost what? 1 lost two, three, 3, I believe, right? 3 Super Bowls, right? Yeah. What's more impressive that you got to 10 Super Bowls and you won 7 of them or that every Super Bowl that you got to 4 you won? Well, with Brady Never with lost. the Super Bowls too. Now you guys got me going. He yeah. is he is also listen, he's great. He is great. I'm not saying he's not a great player. He makes a lot of his own luck, but he's also maybe one of the most fortunate players that I've ever seen in any sport ever. And even if you look at his Super Bowls, he's about three plays away from well, in the Super Bowls themselves, he's two plays away from being five and five. If Kyle mm-hmm. Shanahan runs the ball on second and one, they probably lose that game. Yeah. If mm-hmm. if Seattle runs the ball instead of throwing it, they probably lose that game. They're five and five. And then there's the tuck rule. So he's had so many like games where he's so lucky. And even the Rams Super Bowl was garbage. What they went 10 to three or whatever that was, 13 to six, yeah. whatever the hell the score was in that game. Mm-hmm. Like, so here's the thing, man. Has he ever had that Joe Montana? Oh God! Now you guys got me going. The Joe Montana signature, fifty-five to ten ass kicking type game when Joe Montana played the best quarterback and offense in the world in Dan Marino and, and absolutely schooled them. Uh, the legendary drive at the end of uh, Super Bowl twenty-three. There's you know Montana just had these moments. I don't know. Again, Brady's got the resume and he's he's the ultimate winner. But to me, I'm sorry I, if you ask me who the of, of the modern era because I can't talk about Sammy Ball and Johnny Unitas, but of the modern era, it's always going to be Montana for me. I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care how many Brady's won. Uh, I take Montana any day. Man, people are going to they're, they're listen to us and be like, oh, you guys think Brady sucks? No, that's not the point. The point is that, like, look, we're, we're, we're splitting hairs here, right? Because we have to. Because I think that when you look at Tom Brady's career, it's kind of fun to poke holes in that, right? It's kind of fun to be like, like, like Al, like when LeBron retires, we're going to do the same thing, right? Like we're going to do the same exact thing that we're doing with Brady right now. And mm-hmm. We did the same thing with Michael Jordan as well. And it's just, it's just what people do to great athletes. Nobody's doubting his greatness, right? Nobody's doubting that he was possibly the greatest football player ever, right? But <clears throat> looking, poking more holes in this because that's, it's fun to do. <laughs> First Super Bowl against the Rams that they won in, in uh, at the end of 2001 season, won by a field goal. Second Super Bowl they won at the end of the 2003 season against the Panthers, won by a field goal. Third Super Bowl they won against the Eagles at the end of 2004 season, won by a field goal. Lost two Super Bowls by one score. Beat the Seahawks by a, by four points, which is one score. Beat the Falcons by one score in overtime. Lost to the Eagles by one score. Beat the Rams by 10 points and beat the Chiefs by a bunch. Beat the Chiefs by, what, 22 points. So I think that the majority of his 
Super Bowls, like number one, like, I mean, yeah, even his losses have been close. So that's, that's credit for that. Right. But you don't get credit for that. Cause the Niners, the Niners also essentially lost by a score as well, but, uh, or in, a, in 11 points, right. A, a, a garbage touchdown at the end. But that being said, like, I'll love with you. He didn't like, he didn't have that signature game where he put up 55 points or a crazy game. You could say that Eagles game, like he was fantastic in that Eagles game and his defense let him yards, down. Yeah. Yeah. But that being said, like, I mean, Montana never even threw a pick in the Super Bowl. He went there four times. It just, it was just like the way that Montana did it was so impressive. And this is despite missing essentially three full seasons worth of games, like Montana did for, to, due to various injuries and also them wanting to work in Steve Young. But as, as we famously know, like Bill Walsh was working in Steve Young at the time as well, taking away snaps from Montana. So we don't know what would happen. Now, that being said, like, I think it's hard to argue against the, the numbers. But if you look down, and, and I made this point while you were out, Al, uh, that impact is different than numbers. And I'll reiterate that I think that Bill Walsh is the greatest coach of all time and not Bill Belichick because Bill, Belichick has the accomplishments and the accolades. Bill Walsh has the impact. And to me, like watching sports, this is why I think Michael, Michael Jordan is the greatest basketball player of all time. While LeBron may have the accolades at the end of his career, scoring, assists, whatever, whatever he leads in, Jordan, his impact and what he did at the time changed the game forever. Just like Bill Walsh, the impact that he, that he had at the time changed the game forever. That 49ers dynasty in the 1980s and and also 90s as well, when they when they were at the tail end of it, changed the NFL in so many ways. And I will say it again: without Joe Montana, there is no Tom Brady because he's not following in anybody's footsteps. Well, impact. I mean, that's the argument for Roger Craig being a Hall of Famer, right? He impacted sure. the sport in a way that yep. nobody else had at that time. And the fact that he's mm-hmm. still not in the Hall of Fame is an absolute travesty and you know al and i got to talk with mike sando about it and you know sando sando kind of threw out some numbers that made it seem like craig's candidacy wasn't necessarily quite hall of fame worthy but like i said i i don't know how you i don't know how you ignore impact i don't know how you ignore the fact that roger craig paved the way for marshall falk he paved the way right. for christian mccaffrey he paved the way yep. for you know, Ricky Waters, he paved the way for Ricky Waters, yep. right? Ricky Waters isn't in the hall of fame, but he's a incredible running back that I think so many 49er fans forget about. So yeah, I think impact and, and part of it is you just can't, you, you can't quantify impact really like mm-hmm. in terms of trying to compare people, but it's there. I mean, we're human beings. We can recognize it. And the fact that, that people don't is kind of infuriating in terms of Roger Craig, but, but yeah, I mean, Kudos to Tom Brady. Part of part of his legacy is is just the longevity and the durability, right? And hey, as 49er fans, we know how important quarterback durability is, right? And yeah. and he has it. And so um and and that's why lots of people thought, "Hey, you know what? He's going to go one more year and he's going to go to San Francisco. It's set up perfectly for him. You know, this this offense is ready for him. Kyle Shanahan is ready for him." I was hoping, yeah. But hey. Yeah. But hey, Maybe Tom Brady's like, you know what? I'll probably get injured there. And so I'm not going to go. <laughs> you know, yeah, but now I mean, 